Are you ready to eliminate your credit card processing fees? Visit www.pairpayments.com and use code Jake for $250 Visa gift card when you join today. Welcome back to Under Pressure. Today, once again, we are very happy to be live and in person. Well, not live, this is recorded, but we're in person at PowerClean, PWNA's event in Orlando, Florida. And I'm very excited to have with us for the first time on the show, Bo Giacetti, the president of the PWNA. Nice to have you today, Bo. Good, thank you. Current president, outgoing president after yeah. this convention, but yes. All right. And Glad then, to be here with you. I'm glad to have you. And then um, at this event, we also are lucky to have with us the co-host of the show, Brad Williams. Brad, nice to see you here as well. Yeah, man. It's always fun to be here. It's great to, to see everyone in person. I usually do these event, these podcasts remote, and it's nice to, to have you here today so I can uh, ask you some questions and we can have a great podcast. And the first thing I want to talk about today is this event. So we're at PowerClean um, in Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida. Can you tell us a little bit about this event for anyone who's not here and is missing the great show? Well, first of all, the, the, the venue, right? Is this not like an amazing place in general? It um, is. I, I've been here since Sunday. I'll be here t until Sunday. And it's a true vacation destination. Um, and the, the convention space is, is enormous. There's many other conventions happening here. Right. Um, you know, the one good thing about this event is we're bringing the industry together with it. We've got CETA and the PWNA that, that have been co-hosting together for years now, but IWCA, UAMCC uh, is represented here. And the concept of uh, bringing the industry together to move the industry forward is clear at this event, you know, mm -hmm. and, and anything that we do as a PWNA anymore, because we travel now to their events as well, the small events, the bigger events, whatever it is, the huge convention, you know, that's, it's not just a, uh, a slogan, it's, it's, it's for real. Mm -hmm. so. so if anyone has never been to a PWNA event, what do you tell them? So to anyone in the audience that hasn't been, what, what do you usually tell people to, to say, hey, this is an event you, you need to go to? Well, first of all, we, we basically have become the, the educational standard when it comes to technical training. Mm -hmm. You're not going to find better technical training uh, you know, anywhere else. We have the online capabilities. We get into the little bit of the hands-on stuff here with our new training trailer and the classes you, you get to meet some of the best instructors in the industry. Um, you know, the collection of instructors that we have is second to none anywhere else as far as the technical training is concerned. And then the, the networking opportunities can be very intimate here where, mm -hmm. you know, mostly we're not overall spread out at, like you can be at some of the, some of the other events. It, it's, it's very close knit. And for me, the, the networking opportunities were the, were the biggest gain from day one, you know, 2013 in my first, first convention, so. Absolutely. And how do you feel it. like, how do you feel like that, that marriage is going on? This is probably the first time that all four of these organizations have been represented at an event in maybe many years. Do you feel like that's been a, a success? Is it kind of the birth of something new? Yeah, or? well, I, I hope it is a birth of something new. You know, it, it, it can get confusing schedule-wise and, you know, communication because you have, 
you know, basically four different organizations involved. Um, and, and CETA does most of the uh, coordination of dealing with the hotel and everything else, but everything, you know, scheduling of classes and making sure this person, it, it can be a little uh, um, crazy, so to speak, but I think the concept over, overrules all. If, if, and we should be thinking about this moving forward because the industry needs you know, the, the orgs to work together. And, and the industry needs you know, standards for, for cleaning because an industry without standards is not an industry at all. And I'll always, I'll always think that. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter if you're you know, competing, quote unquote, with other organizations, whether they're nonprofit or not, or for-profit, or if they're just associations. Being able to work together at, in a united fashion is what the industry needs and will need moving forward with some of the issues that we we're dealing with now and issues we're going to be dealing with in the future. I'm excited that you brought up issues because we're, we're talking about here a lot of things that you can learn at at one of these events. PWNA has put on a fantastic event here with with the networking, with the the classes, the instruction, um, with the fantastic vendor hall. It's huge down there. But one of the things you just mentioned was the issues. And being at an event like this, you can really keep your finger on the pulse, not only with what's going on, um, you know, in the business side of the industry, uh, the technical side, but also what's going wrong and, and what you need to be aware of. So one of the things that I sat in on yesterday was um, a class that you did with Trudy from Hand Handle uh, Pressure Wash Supply. And Trudy w was discussing the paint issue and she, she had some sample boards and stuff like that. But for anyone who hadn't heard of that, could you explain to us a little bit about what the issue is with the paint? Well, so thank God for Trudy uh, and the, the time and money she's put into the investigation, let's call it, of, of the paint issue. Mm -hmm. And the paint issue is, is a pretty big deal because, well, you know, certain paints are turning colors with an application of our soaps that we're using in the industry, not just specific to bleach. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not just specific to one uh, paint manufacturer either, which is, which is important to note here. And, you know, there are, dozens of contractors, if not hundreds, that are affected by this, by having to repaint things and uh, insurance claims and everything else. Mm -hmm. And what Trudy's been doing is digging up a lot of the evidence of as what is going on and trying to find out what the, the solution is going to be. And I'm, I'm helping her and I'm helping the industry or the PWNA is mm -hmm. uh, to kind of try to do the same thing. And what I've been able to do um, uh, for the PWA, for the industry, is make a communication and a relationship with Sherwin Williams, who is the largest painting manufacturer in the world. And they agree now to work with us and 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 see, okay, what can we what can we do to help solve the problem? Is there another process? Is there they, they want to do some testing? Um, there. It, I'll introduce this probably next week exactly what's going to happen and how we're going to do it, but we're, we're going to take these cases to them and let them do their due diligence and, and come back to us with some results. So, How does somebody find out about, about that, about that process and more information? Uh, within the next couple of weeks after the dust settles here from convention, I will go on PWNA Friends and Members Facebook okay. or, and our, or the Power Washing uh, Facebook group power washers of North America and I, I will maybe do a live cast myself 
I'm going to create an email uh, with some questionnaires from any, anybody who runs into this problem will be able to uh, go answer these questions on the circumstances of the issue, you know, conditions, that kind of stuff. And I will then forward that information to, to Sherwin-Williams, mm -hmm. to the rep that I'm dealing with, uh, and, and represented from the PWNA, and they will start, that will start the process. They'll send a rep out, you know, do their due dil diligence to, you know, investigate a little bit, and then, you know, we'll go from there to try and figure out what the problem is and how to solve it. So, and I think that that's, that's awesome. Let's say somebody's listening to this and they're like, well, I don't want to get into trouble. Where can I learn about some things to do to try to avoid running into something where I've messed up somebody's paint or discolored something? Well, there, there have been some, some live videos of, of Trudy's presentation, okay. you know, where you go and do very discreet test samples on mm -hmm. different areas uh, to find out if, the, if you're going to have this problem, if it's going to react the same way. You know, it, basically, that is the number one thing to, to figure out: is do it, do that test sample, and and go from there. So, if you are a part of any of these Facebook groups, you know, look for some of Trudy's videos that have yes. been up there, and check out her testing process and kind of what to look for and what to do. That yes. way, you can develop a protocol, you know, in your business so that you minimize this liability because nobody wants to be. Liable for having to repeat well, that. Correct. <laughs> I'm dealing with it myself with, with my own company now. Yeah. So I want to speak to that liability really quickly because in Trudy's class yesterday, which you can find online, um, you can reach out to me in Under Pressure Podcast. DM us on any social media platform, and I will connect you with the video so you can see, you know, what the tests look like. But um, yesterday in the class, Trudy was talking about how you you have to do even if it's a cotton swab like that size of a test because you need to cover yourself. You need to cover your butt because people have been put out of business from this, right? Yeah. I had heard the story yesterday and you can uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounded like someone had to repaint a couple houses. It was hundreds of thousands of dollars because of this problem that is something they're liable for, but it's not their fault. And now they can't run their business. They have to shut down. Has this happened multiple times? Well, this has, and you know, and placing the blame right now necessarily is, it's not the issue. Mm -hmm. It's finding out what the problem is and how to fix it. And what we have to be careful of is it is placing the blame somewhere where it shouldn't be, maybe. Yeah. But when, and this is one of the most important things that, that I teach or we teach at PWNA in any class. When you are doing any cleaning of any surface, following the recommendations of the manufacturers is the, is, is the biggest key because when you can show that you did follow the recommendations of that product, whatever it is, you take a lot of liability away from you mm -hmm. based on whatever the results are. And in some cases, that can be proven with this paint thing because some of the, some of the paint manufacturers are recommending the, the process that we're using. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That so that's a big deal. So. With this, you, you have to spot test, right? And then just don't take the job if it rea if the paint reacts uh, and changes color because you were saying yesterday, it doesn't matter if you have a contract. You can have a contract to lay it out and say, hey, it's not my fault if anything goes wrong, but that doesn't hold up, right? It, it really doesn't. You know, uh, it's not a legal binding contract. You know, there, and there is a, a situation right now where a guy has it very specific in his contracts. I am not liable. And he, he ended up washing something and 
this happened, mm-hmm. and he's getting sued for thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And that can put you out of business. Yeah, not a, not a place you want to be in. Yeah. So, yeah, check out some of the videos on the live groups. Connect with you guys on PWA Friends Connect and Members. Connect with me, yeah, message me, message Trudy, um, you know, on Facebook. Go to PWA Friends and Members uh, after I put together the, the basically an announcement to the industry officially on, on social media. Um, Trudy's always available. And go to PWA, P, uh, uh, go to Pressure Washing Friends, I think, is, is where a lot of this information is as well. There's a live video yet that was put up yesterday. Yes, with this. Yeah. correct. But the whole and there's, class. there's more than one live video. Yeah. Trudy's done that presentation. And it's not a long presentation. It's, it's very quick and basic. But it's it, it, it could save your butt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I want to shift gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Bo, you're you're the, you've the outgoing PWNA president, and you know I know you've been a part of the organization for a long time, and you're a big proponent of it. Um, share a little bit about what it's meant for you and your business to be a part of an organization like the PWNA, and like because I mean obviously you didn't come into it like hey I. It's a service thing. You know, what you're doing is a service thing. So I think it's, I know you've told me about how it means a lot to you, but tell me a little bit about that. Well, 2013, I went to my first convention and I went there wanting to learn. I wanted to know what I didn't know and immediately realized, you know, more than half of the people that come to these events are, are, we call them newbies Mm -hmm. or, or, you know, very fresh in the industry. And I was not a newbie when I went to my first convention. Um, and it, it was clear to me that I had something to give back. And it took a couple of years before I was able to have an opportunity to be on the board. But the, the biggest thing that you can t- forget about the education, although the education has, I mean, it's just in the last 10 years has become premium. Mm-hmm. Years ago, the education, in my opinion, was a lot of it was garbage, and a lot of it still is, like on YouTube and that kind of stuff. But the the real opportunity going to any event, I don't care if it's a PWA, huge UAMCC, IWCA, uh, whatever it is, is the networking opportunities. And I say this all the time: um, meeting other contractors that are not in your market, going to the bar, have a few beers, buy them a drink you'll get information back and forth that they wouldn't necessarily share with their competitors, mm-hmm. but they're sharing it with you because you're on the other side of the country or you're in another state and you guys just hit off a relationship. And the relationships that I've developed over the last 10 years mm-hmm. are invaluable. I mean, it, it's it's one of the best things, that, that's certainly one of the best things I did for my company was just developing the relationships that I now have. I think that is that's that's so huge. You know, people underestimate as people that start your small business, right? Like we're we're lone wolves by nature. Right. You know, yeah. we can do anything. We'll figure Absolutely. it out. But you really are giving yourself a huge leg up if you. <laughs> and, and listen, I was I you know I was soft washing with a pressure washer before I even knew what the term meant. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't consider it soft washing, and all of a sudden one day. A buddy of mine who had a company like mine, this was, you know, mid-2004 or five, whatever it was. He's like, you know what they call this, don't you? He had seen something on one of the bulletins back then. Uh-huh. And I was not, never a tech guy, never. Uh, I said, what? What are you talking about? He said, soft washing. I said, 
Okay, I call it cleaning. <laughs> it's whatever. But here, here, here we are. You know, soft washing is the is it is a term that is maybe sometimes overused as far as terminology. But you know, when you look at the the, the manufacturers of all the products that we wash, whatever it is, you know, siding, vinyl siding, hardy plank, stucco, um, they all have a a recommendation of how to do it that basically adopts a soft washing approach mm -hmm. or, or a hybrid version of a soft washing approach. So, you know, that's where we are in the, the industry. You're not pressure washing anything on these houses. Yeah. On concrete and decks, you're using more pressure, but nothing on a, on a house or building should be pressure washed anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's, that's funny, you know, like, I think that that has to be, I know that, that was my impression of it, that pressure washing just meant any blasting stuff right office stuff well, that's what I grew up you know using a pressure washer we, in construction we just you know used a lot of pressure the yeah, idea of exactly doing hey, anything different was, that's what I, I remember first trying to figure it out back in the 90s you know and I was using high pressure real close the sidings going like, <laughs> like this yeah. you know and I'm like yeah okay so what I gotta get a little closer didn't understand it till, but I, Figured it out, and then and then verified it by coming to uh, you know shows like these and getting yeah. getting training, uh, helping to. And in my position, I've been fortunate enough to, to help present and create some of the new training based on learning from all the other top veterans in, in the yeah. industry and working with them. So you know, yeah, I'm 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 blessed that way. So because this podcast, we, we love these events. We love everything about them, from the networking, the technical training, um, just being able to keep your finger on the pulse and, and up to date with the industry. What do you see as, you know, you, you've been in this position for how long now? I've been a board uh, member since 2015 and president uh, for the last three years. So. so being in this position, have you seen what an event like this can do to someone's business? Over the past few years, I'm sure you have some stories of some guys who've just grown astronomically. We, yeah, there's several, and I'll just name one. Wesley Bloom. Mm -hmm. He was uh, he, 2017. He came to Nashville for a PWNA event. I believe that was his first event he ever went to. And I remember meeting him, talking to him, and he was just starting out. And we just had him come and speak on his multi-million-dollar operation. Yeah, you know. Just, just like that, you know. There, there, there's a lot of those stories out there. And as PWNA evolves, and you really increase the caliber of all the trainings, have you seen that that rate of growth just, just you know, grow and grow and grow for these guys? Well, the the, the technical training aspect is just one piece of of growing a company mm -hmm. like that. You know, w one thing I didn't do early on was treat it like a business from day one. It, we could be the best cleaning company out there and do the best job the proper way, but if you don't know how to build a company, you know, you're just going to be the best cleaning company out there. Yeah. So, so it's all about what you want to do, developing systems to bring in employees, delegate, bring in the proper managers, and some people are better at it than others. The yeah. technical aspect is just one piece of that pie. I think that is so important for that to be repeated over and over in a technical industry because by its very nature, we put the technical prowess way up high yeah. 
And sometimes I think that doesn't leave a lot of room for the rest of the parts of what it takes to run a successful business, whatever size you want that to be. Right. You know, there you can't just be good at your job. You have to also be able to do the other parts to be successful. Right now, like you, you talk about some of these new people coming in, the industry I think is on the verge of taking a big leap forward to be more like some of the more established industries um, out there. What are what are the big opportunities for guys right now? Well, number one, the big opportunity for any new guy coming in, as it was for me when I made the decision to get out of my painting company and get into the pressure washing company. At the time, I was so burned out from painting, I just wanted to go and, and work by myself and make, you know, let's call it a six-figure income. And, it, and that was the early 2000s. And that's very easy to do yeah. by yourself, mm -hmm. you know, with in this kind of... Uh, uh, with this kind of company or, or this industry, you know, we're making hundreds of dollars an hour in some cases, you know, by yourself or even with employees. Yeah. So the financial opportunity is great. The industry is still, to me, I'm not going to call it in the embryonic stages anymore because we certainly have developed um, into, and we're starting to get recognized now by, you know, the government agencies. They're, you know, Think about all of the, the vehicles and work trucks out there that are all lettered up with these fancy wrapped, I mean, beautiful wraps, right? My own, my own trucks get recognized anytime I meet anybody. They're like, oh, that's your company. I see you everywhere. But everybody else is recognizing too. And the education and, and, and government compliance, whether you like it or not, is only going to get um, more stringent mm -hmm. based on more people coming into this industry and the training is more important the technical training is going to be more important especially when it comes to safety and and or epa and dot mm -hmm. uh, stuff because you know like it or not they're out there and and they they are going to they're going to get you at some point and if you aren't being compliant or at least trying to be compliant um you'll have a problem and what I see as a huge opportunity here is that you mentioned embryonic. Well, it's still a young industry. You do, you're at the point where you have an, an older generation that might be, you know, leaving the scene or, or they've got this big company built now. And I see it as a big opportunity for someone new coming in to ask questions, to learn from the guys that kind of figured out what came before them and they can take what they want. But I see, you know, you're building up training and it's getting better and better. And I just think, it, to me, it seems like there's a lot more figured out. Well, it might be a young industry for this next generation. There's a lot of questions that they can have answered. The, the generation that's coming in now has got it so much easier than my generation yeah. because of all the available training, because of social media. The key is knowing what training is good and what training is not. How do you do that? Okay, you, you do that by following, you know, the the organizations that like the PWNA mm -hmm. that have gone that have hundreds of years of experience between their instructors that have done it trial and error like me right done it the wrong way but now we put it together in a, in a platform and a portfolio of education that really is again second to none and for in our case it's available online the, the, all the all the classes we teach with the exception of a couple that we're working on now and 
it's so much easier to get that vast knowledge now. You still need to go out and make the mistakes mm -hmm. and, and get the hands-on stuff um, that you'll never get unless you do that. But I wish I would have had the tools that we have now 20 yeah. years ago. I think, uh, you know, this, like just like you guys were talking about, this industry has this opportunity right now where there's this first generation of people who have done a career in this space and now can mentor the next generation. But it really is up to both parties wanting to work together to benefit from that exchange. I think that's a big opportunity to step forward so that the next generation doesn't have to spend a lot of time relearning all the same mistakes. Right. So I, I hope that that's, that that's the type of thing Mm -hmm. that, that happens here because I think that um, in a lot of places that's something that's been lost that used to be just a way skills were passed on and I think uh, yeah I think what you guys are doing is helping to facilitate that too so yeah well that's that's kind of the mentality and the goal here so so as this is a business side of the industry podcast and obviously you guys have figured out you're in the right place um, as a pressure washer if you're here if you're looking to grow your business you're in the right place and I highly recommend events like like Power Clean that we're at right now, events that uh, associations like PWNA holds. And we speak very highly of the PWNA and all your events on this podcast, and we have for a while. So I'm wondering if there's anyone out there that hasn't gotten involved yet with the PWNA, how do they do that? What's the best way to get started? Well, you know, be becoming a member is not hard. You know, it's, it's the money is one job. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. one house wash, mm -hmm. okay, um, and getting involved, and, and we do, we need, we need more involvement, we need uh, more volunteers, we need to continue to bring in fresh blood to the board of directors and, uh, and get more ideas, and th that, that whole thing is, is, can be very beneficial to you. It's very satisfying uh, to see what we've done, what, and what, to me, is what the future holds uh, is, is very exciting based on bringing in some new blood. You always got to be bringing in new blood. It can't be the old good old boy network uh, thinking, you know, the old fashioned way. So, And I'm sure the future holds a lot. And I know as the outgoing president, uh, things are probably going to change for you in your day to day. So that brings me to my next question. What is next <laughs> for Bo? What is next for you, Bo? Uh, it's a big mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not... I, I'll, I will still be involved uh, in a different capacity. Um, it's going to be my goal to, to continue to grow and enhance the education for, for, for this organization, for the industry. And uh, I've been working on that for a while, and that's what I'll continue to do. I'll always represent the PWNA. And um, for, for me, you know, that to me is, is one of the most important things because this industry needs to continue to grow not only technically but you know um, business-wise because the, the the bigger the business is the more support we can get and work together the better off we're going to be absolutely well said thanks for joining us though it's always a pleasure to it, hang buddy. out you are a fantastic ambassador for the industry <laughs> and the pwna I appreciate it. and um we appreciate your time today and and sharing this and we wish you a lot of success as you kind of transition to the next thing. I, you seem happy to, to pass the baton. <laughs> <I'm> relief. <laughs> <laughs> more like it, but yes. Yeah, so 
Uh, any more questions to, to finish up? No, I think that was I think that was awesome. All right. Yes, it was. Thank you very much, Bo. I appreciate it. it. It's appreciate good to see you as always. All right. I'm glad we could do yeah, this in person. You got it, buddy. So thank you to everyone who tuned in. Thank you, Brad, for being with me. Thank you again, Bo. Thank you for tuning in. Please like, share, subscribe, rate and review so more people see this. But most importantly, if you know anyone who could benefit from this podcast, please send it their way. And uh, let's let's uh, rise rise the ships in the industry. Let's, let's just all help each other grow. So thank you very much, guys, for tuning in. And we'll see you next time.